Outcomes Rocket listeners, no podcast, no problem. Launch a professional podcast you'll love in four weeks. Most people hire production companies to edit and distribute content that sounds bad and does nothing for their revenue or their network. But you could turn the key to a made-to-order podcast and skip all the pitfalls that make 90% of shows discontinue after five episodes. We've got the expertise, the elbow grease, and you're back on this one. Visit smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. That's smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. Hey, everybody. Saul Marquez here with the Outcomes Rocket. Thanks so much for tuning in again. Today, I have the privilege of hosting Nicole Waters on the podcast. She is a natural health practitioner who utilizes integrative techniques for mind, body, spirit integration. She created her own stress management program utilizing mind-body relaxation, neuro-harmonizing breathwork, and neuro-linguistic programming to guide her clients to overcome stress patterns and rewire into powerful states of living. Nicole also provides consultations on utilizing food as medicine, as well as emotional wellness consultations. She believes everyone has the opportunity to thrive in their life. And through education and support, she has seen people turn their lives around 360 degrees. Nicole has been in the area of wellness for over 20 years. It was her own struggles with stress, anxiety, and health imbalances that allowed her to search out and find new ways to live healthy and well. Nicole enjoys working with clients to teach self-healing tools and techniques needed for clients to transform their lives into ones they enjoy living. She has experience in both conventional as well as alternative medicine. Before starting her own business, she was in corporate America within the healthcare market for over 29 years. She's a natural health practitioner, a licensed professional coach, a certified Reiki professional, and a registered yoga teacher. So she's got a lot to offer us today around the subject of wellness. So Nicole, such a privilege to have you with us today. Oh, it's my privilege as well. Thank you for having me, Saul. Absolutely. So before we get into the nuts and bolts and, and uh, you know, what you guys do, tell us a little bit about you and, and what exactly inspires your work in healthcare. Well, I think, you know, when miraculous things come about for, uh, for each of us, when we know what our life's work is, it kind of happens in an interesting way. And sometimes we're like, what are we doing here? What's, how is this happening? But, you know, for me, it was, you know, my own health journey that started some ways of looking at medicine differently, health differently, well-being, what that means. And just taking a kind of a different path. You know, I was somebody who I was now it's been over 20 years was diagnosed with a health condition ulcer at an early age. That was when I was 30. And just some of the things that had come up about that was just something that I wasn't willing to do. And I just started to dig and look at some other ways of going about it. And I think that this happens with different people. You know, you're just like, eh, that doesn't seem to vibe too well. And what are some of the other routes to go? And, um, you know, I think that's really, we're coming into a time as far as inspiration um, with healthcare. So much has changed within healthcare. And people are really um, looking at getting to the root of what's going on and maybe not, you know, so much of going for a quick fix, um, wanting to really know, you know, why they're feeling the feelings they are, why their body is feeling such a way, why they have these sort of, you know, 
host of imbalances or things that are showing up and maybe not going that quick fix route anymore because that hasn't really, you know, maybe it's been more like a band-aid instead of just really finding out what's going deeper and deeper. And that's really what kind of inspires me. I, I inspire people to help them understand a variety of things that I once struggled with, for example, like fight or flight or adrenaline and cortisol. You know, we are in a, in a situation where people are very highly stressed. And um, I was one of those as well. I think I came out of the womb stressed. I was in that situation. And we don't a lot of times go into, um, you know, when, when you see um, a health practitioner that they really talk about, they say, oh, eat better or exercise more or something like that. But, but why is that? You know, why is there this constant cycle that happens? And then how do we really get out from underneath it? So that, that was a piece of it. And then also I'm really inspired by talking to people about like their thoughts, you know, how their thoughts play a tremendous role in one's health, you know, and I'm sure you know this, you know, I mean, it's anyone who's doing anything in business. So sometimes you just got to be pumping yourself up, right. On, on how to move through things. And so thoughts play a big role. And how often is that maybe talked about, you know, in traditional healthcare? And then getting back to the way our ancestors ate and the way that we used to eat and how food impacts our body and how it, you know, creates such a bigger connection to our inner world in ourselves and loving ourselves enough to give ourselves fuel instead of just picking up a box, you know, of something that's been fortified. And then also I'd say like emotions, you know, like emotions are really important. I think most people have learned in their life to not address emotions, um, that it's, that's, I think it's a old conditioning, you know, that's like, oh, just kind of stuff it in there mm -hmm. um, unless you've gone down a, a different paradigm. But that's really getting broken into now. I mean, I think we can look in our world and say that, you know, it's very important to be able to address our emotions in a healthy way <laughs> so that it's not, you know, going out and projecting on other people. And so these are all like very important pieces of like a whole picture, which I say is well-being, you know, being well, which is more than just the body. It's about the whole person. And uh, so I love that. I love that we're going into different areas within the whole, you know, the whole person, the emotions, the, the mind, the feelings, the, you know, the body, things like that. So very, very important. So that's what inspires me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, we often disassociate physical and mental well-being when in fact it's all health and it's about being, you know, I, I, I find myself like, I don't know, I'll, I'll sing. I, I like to sing my son a song before, like before he goes to bed, he gets a song and, uh, you know, there's something about that and like, you know, using anchors to trigger sort of being, I, when I sing him a song, it puts me in the present, you know, I get my mind back to where I'm at and, and different things. Right. So, so I love that you're, mm -hmm. you, that you're bringing this idea to us. Uh, we all have our, our own strategies of, of doing it, but maybe we don't, right. Maybe, we don't have that structure or we could learn new ideas. And that's what Nicole's here to, to talk to us about. So, so Nicole, how are you adding value to the healthcare ecosystem and, and the people that you work with? Well, I mean, I think one point of this is, you know, when we, let's just start off with stress. Let's talk about rewiring deep-seated stress, you know, um, really like creating new pathways. Let's say you're doing something all the time. I, I love that quote, insanity is doing the same thing over and over, but expecting different results by Albert Einstein. 
(laughs) That's a good one, right? Because a lot of times, you know, we're like, yeah, I I just kind of can't, you know, I'm in this chronic state of stress where I'm thinking these worrisome thoughts. I feel my body always tense. I'm eating these sort of foods that I'm craving all the time. And I'm I'm just going down the same path all the time. And I really, you know, and I'm exercising and then I try to eat better sometimes, but, but basically like, how do I get out of that? And I think that rewiring is something that we don't really talk about. I mean, exercise and diet can do a degree of that, but there is something about really getting into the process of using relaxation and something like you were saying, anchoring neuro-linguistic programming and getting into this mind-body connection. We're having that you know, every single day, at least some type of mind-body connection of centering where that you can, when these thoughts and you start to get a general awareness through your body and you start to realize, oh, I'm feeling this, that means I must have a thought associated that's causing this feeling that's kind of like a low vibe, not friendly feeling. And then using certain tools, which is what I love to do with people. It's just my passion because it's changed so, so many people's lives and my own as well, is to be creating these new pathways within people's minds and brains through relaxation, through neuro-linguistic programming and and breathing to kind of get out from those stress cycles and let those old pathways atrophy and create new pathways, right? Because everybody wants to feel good. I mean, I, I, everyone wants to feel good and thrive, but a lot of times maybe this hasn't been presented to them or maybe not in the same way or, or you know, maybe they're looking at the way medicine works. It should just work in one, one case. And, you know, we have to look at like, okay, this is built up for 30, 40, 50 years, 20 years, you know, so it's going to take some attention and focus. And also this is a way of like caring for yourself. This is self-care, you know, by starting to look at, you know, how your cells are operating and why you're thinking the thoughts you are and and why you're feeling the way you are. And we're really moving into that, um, that place. And, and so that's huge. And then I think also, you know, looking like at your emotions as a way to expand beyond your circumstances. I mean, there is, there's times when you can, you can hear about this, that people who have like tremendous faith and they're focusing on certain areas and they have miraculous healings within their health or anything else is going on there. So it's really giving some different perspectives, you know, instead of doing the same thing, always, maybe not, and you're not getting those results, or maybe you've seen an inch or two increase. But going back to some different ways that are different or the way the ancestors used to use food as medicine, you know, the herbs in the ground and, and how they use like, you know, the bones of the chicken to create broth and all this like creates this immense, you know, vitality within the body. So just kind of, you know, uh, recirculating back to a lot of wisdom that was there before and new wisdom. So, no, I appreciate that. And, you know, it's, it's going back to the basics what would you say makes what you do different or unique? And and I'd love to hear maybe some examples, right? Practical things that we could be thinking about or doing in our daily lives. Sure, sure. Well, I think that, you know, there are different people out there doing alternative wellness, you know, and that is great because we need, we need that. And I always look at myself as somebody who bridges both conventional and alternative together. And I think that that's really what we look at as integrative or holistic. But I, how it's very different for me in a way is a lot of the intention that I have with clients is, or a lot of the intentions I think out there with alternative or even with medicine 
is to heal, you know, is that someone needs to be healing versus the approach I take with a lot of, with the clients is that they, we all have qualities inside of us that are positive. And it's just about highlighting those qualities and shifting that kind of mindset and then amplifying those qualities to create new pathways. And once you start to do that, it creates a momentum that then they can experience in their life from there. For, so for example, I'll give you an example so if, let's say I have a, a client and we do a session and, you know, let's say that they are really like been down, they've been down, they're feeling depressed, they're stuck in the house with COVID, um, they're, you know, listening to the news a lot, they're maybe getting all kinds of different advice from family members, which maybe isn't always very helpful. So we start to go through what kind of like emotions or feelings what other kinds of things are happening in the body? What are the triggers? What are the stressors? And then after a session, what actually will happen is since highlighting these positive qualities that are within there and actually the opposite of, of what they go through, like some neuro-linguistic programming and starting to release the adrenaline in the body from being in that sort of fight or flight, what will happen is they will actually start to see those positive qualities then created in their life, in their life experiences. It'll start to happen before their eyes in sort of ways because then the momentum and the pathways have already been opened to be able to experience more and more of that. So it is a big perception shift. But I, what I love about it is when you do something with someone like me with integrative, we're using a lot of modalities. So I like to use the example. It's kind of like a solar burst solar burst to the system. So, you know, using Reiki and Theta and breathing and breath work and mindfulness, relaxation, that you're starting to combine quite a few of these very complementary, powerful modalities. And it's like really giving you like a huge, like I said, a cosmic boom or a solar burst, like boom, in the system where it's lighting so many things up versus just doing one of those modalities and noticing somewhat of a difference. Um, you know, you they're trying different things, right? I mean, yeah, you can't expect to, like you said at the beginning, right? Get different results by doing the same thing. You're nuts. Yeah, you, you do. And, and becoming open to that and knowing that there are just so many different ways to go and there's so many different things. I mean, Reiki is a perfect ex example for that. I mean, some people find Reiki because. So you what know, is they it anyway? I'm not yeah. even sure what Reiki is. Yeah. So Reiki is literally a practitioner. Sometimes they would call it the laying of hands, but it's mm -hmm. actually where someone would either put their hands over the person or they can do it virtually actually, where there's, they're streaming like divine energy, you know, like higher self energy through them, source energy and going to the places in the body that need it to create homeostasis. So it's super powerful. It creates a homeostatic balance within the person. I do it all virtually as it's flowing through that. And it just, it's great for after surgery. It's great for, for everything. And we've seen that people who um, get this, who perhaps don't like to even have touch, you know, there's certain people who don't like, oh, I'm not going to go into massage because I don't like to really be touched. Or people that have been in chronic stress really enjoy Reiki because you feel like you're kind of in a cocoon and it builds your sense of trust without, you know, having to be literally touched. And it puts you in that state of relaxation, which is parasympathetic, which is rest and relaxation. And it kind of just happens in this magical way. And people are like, wow, 
I really feel like good. It's like, you know, when you, you said you have your son, it's like when you would wrap them and swaddle them, right. And they would be in that little cocoon. That's mm-hmm. kind of what goes on within the energy systems of Reiki. And it's, it really is by using energy, you know, the physics aspects of allowing this energy coming through the body and to create, and Dr. Oz have talked about it. I think his wife is a, a very big practitioner and Reiki and all the complementary benefits of when using this with a, with traditional medicine. It's amazing what happens. Very cool. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the point is try something different, folks. It's uh, especially now with the pandemic, you know, it's it's important that we do some self-analysis and, and really do a gut check within ourselves. How are you doing? You know, and what can we do differently to help our mindset, health, our wellness, and Nicole's just sharing a couple ways that that we could do that. What what would you say is one of the biggest setbacks you've experienced, Nicole, and and a key learning that came out of it? Well, I think that you know a lot of times the setbacks. My big one of my biggest setbacks, I would say, was learning to just kind of trust that inner wisdom, you know, within yourself. We're we're such an outwardly focused society, um, running from here to there, you know, to kind of like thinking that there's going to be a quick fix to just be able to get it. Cause that's how it's been programmed to be, you know, someone else. And I really believe we are into that, getting into that era of more being able to be like, okay, how can I take personal responsibility um, for my own health and for my own well being and my thoughts and things like that. So really it took me a long time to be able to, you know, get out of that state of control perhaps. And start to relax, be able to know that all those answers kind of will come inside and and live into that place of leaning into that and relaxing more. Cause I was always wired tight, you know, like I think quite a few people are, and um, we come into this world to grow and evolve. And, and so that was a big one. It took some time, (laughs) sometimes where I would get hammered in the head. But then once you start to realize, like when you go in there and then that amount of peace and centering that starts to happen, that what's what's amazing of how that affects all of your body, all of your cells, right? You can't be wound up tight like a Mack truck, you know, like steel armor on all the time and expect everything to be functioning well, or you're not changing the oil, um, you know, like in a truck, right? It's the same sort of thing. So, um, you know, we all have our lessons and I think that they come with, you know, based on our circumstances, but everyone's gone through circumstances and Everyone has certain things that they need to always focus on. And so it's just about giving yourself more tools and learning what some of those tools are, what works for you, right? What works for you is not working for someone else over here. And so just starting to learn to embrace that uniqueness about yourself and, you know, start to just know what flows for you and how you can stay centered and aligned and live your best life. So that was a setback. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. Understanding, you know, that there's a need to put your, your wound up self to the side and, and just take a deep breath is key. You know, a lot of us, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably an A, you know, type A, you're a performer. And, um, sometimes it's hard to relax, to take that couple minutes to, to do meditation. However, how easy it is, you know, you're not doing it. I don't find myself doing it sometimes. And it's just so easy. It's just that reminder that you just got to take a couple extra minutes to invest in yourself and your wellness. And, and that's what today is about. It's about a reminder to invest in your own wellness in time and, uh, and also money, right? Because you're important. 
And uh, if you're not if you're not investing in yourself, then um, there's an opportunity there for you to to take some steps for growth. Um, what are you most excited about today, Nicole? Well, I, you know, I'm really, I'm just, I feel that like, this is a very exciting time. I mean, with everything going on with COVID, you know, and a lot of people are, people have been looking into immunity more than ever, right? How do they boost their immunity? How do they take better care of themselves? So I, it's exciting times because, you know, people are going into areas that they probably hadn't considered in the past, you know, how they can really, really make a difference. Just like when you wake up and you're brushing your teeth and you're showering and combing your hair, that type of self-care, what kind of things can they do to take better care of themselves, to, you know, make changes, to reroute anxiety in innovative ways and to, you know, take self-responsibility to be a, you know, to feel good you know, to feel good, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, in a way that um, means that you deserve time for yourself and you deserve to be around happy people. You deserve to be happy, you know, and just, you know, a different way rather than just possibly always looking out for something, something, some fix to give you that thrill or, you know, make you feel good of how it can be done and how empowering that is when you do it for yourself. And I think that that's the message really that I want to share. It's about, you know, when you can start to learn some of these tools and you know that you can kind of navigate whatever circumstances kind of come up for you. And even if you need a little bit of guidance on the side from a coach, but we've all been there. We're all there. There's um, no one who's so much an authority or an other, but we all have our challenges and we all go through certain things. And so to be able to learn these tools to empower yourself that, you know, it doesn't just take you down, right? Or, mm-hmm. you know, like watching the news all the time makes people feel pretty depleted, <laughs> depleted, you know, I have quite a few. And I said, well, well then, you know, you know, do a certain, a little amount of it. And like, let's look at some other things to put in what we take out, we got to put back in. So there's just some really, it's an innovative time, you know, for a lot of self-growth, self-mastery, being able to really enjoy and um, change is always good, you know, and People sometimes don't like change, but it is, it is really, really important. And I from, and from this, you know, when you do change yourself and things around you change, it's just how it goes. So mm-hmm. it's very, very important, exciting times. I think we're really on the cusp, you know, as things have been blooming since this COVID started last, you know, February, end of February, March, to be able to utilize this time rather than just being able to like veg out and you know, look for outside sources that aren't going to, going to do it <laughs> on the TV. Yeah. yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. And so we're here at the end folks. So, um, take advantage of this opportunity to, to think about, you know, what, what you're doing for you. Sunshineintegrativewellness.com is Nicole's website. So feel free to, to check her out there and all the things that she offers. And uh, Nicole, why don't you leave us with the closing thought here and the best place that folks could reach out to you if they have any questions or want to just interact? Yeah. So I just want to share some food for thought here that literally you are the creator of your life and you have the opportunity to design it the way you want. And just throwing that creativity out there, you know, going beyond fear into a new way of designing how you want to live and feel and how are you going to do this? So I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, How do you want to do it? You know, if the other ways haven't worked, um, what would be a a new way? Or if you don't know a new way, you know, start to reach out to somebody like me to start to 
provide some guidance of how you want to feel and what you'd like to change so that you can be in that thriving place of really, you know, enjoying life, feeling good and being, being that, being that good feeling person that you see all over the place. (laughs) Um, There's different people. I see them everywhere. And um, having a healthy immune system, if that's a focus of yours, or, you know, working into emotions, perhaps, that you haven't uncovered and you've had a lot of pain that you've been holding on to. So you get to design it. You just have to step out, make one step, and um, start the momentum. So that's what I would, that's what I would say. Thank you, Nicole. Yeah, it's a great message. Uh, really appreciate you reminding us, Nicole, of the importance of taking care of ourselves and uh, listeners, uh, as always, you know, for the show notes, transcripts, everything about this podcast with Nicole, go to outcomesrocket.health and uh, check out the new search bar there. You could type in Nicole. You'll find this uh, entire entire interview there with the show notes and links to her website right there. So, Nicole, appreciate your time and, and the insights today. Thank you, Saul. Thanks so much for having me and uh, look forward to it. Maybe we'll talk again. Hey, Outcomes Rocket listeners, Saul Marquez here. I get what a phenomenal asset a podcast could be for your business and also how frustrating it is to navigate editing and production, monetization, and achieving the ROI you're looking for. Technical busy work shouldn't stop you from getting your genius into the world though. You should be able to build your brand easily with a professional podcast that gets attention. A patched up podcast could ruin your business. Let us do the technical busy work behind the scenes while you share your genius on the mic and take the industry stage. Visit smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. That's smoothpodcasting.com to learn more.